serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Oh, happy, happy, happy Monday. Chad is out today, but we've got Barry Markson in. Hey, Barry, good to see you, man. Hey, now. We'll talk a little bit, obviously, about the slap heard around the world. Oh! I am Team Will. You are Team Chris. You're wrong. I'm right. But that's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss it. Um, so, Barry, we have been talking about, uh, for weeks, Chad and I, what's going on in Maricopa County? 30 for, 35% in, increase yeah. in homelessness. It's incredible. We're trying to find out why. And last week, we talked to a man who was homeless. We put him on the air. And then our producers got an email from someone who used to be homeless here in the Valley. And he said that I helped get him through some days when he was on the street. Wow. I want to hear that story. I have no idea. I've never talked. Yeah, this is so, exciting. Yeah. Uh, and let's find out. Why Why is the homelessness population, why is it getting you know so, so big? Right. So let's find out. Uh, Ted Gutierrez used to be homeless. Uh, he is now doing quite well. He's off the street. And Ted Gutierrez joins us now on KTAR. And uh, great to have you on the show. Welcome, Ted. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You've been off the streets for, what, nine years? Yes. What happened to you that forced you onto the streets? I was a first responder and a uh, frontline worker for about 10 years prior to that. The stresses and uh, working as many hours as I did, my marriage fell apart, things started to feel bad, started falling into money problems, and kind of one thing led to another and uh, became a functional alcoholic until the alcohol wasn't enough. And then eventually it turned into drugs. My addiction actually took over. It became more important for me to get high than it did for me to pay rent. And uh, that led to me burning all my relationships that I had with people. Eventually, I became a full-blown chronic homeless person that you would see on the street, the guy that was hadn't showered in a couple of weeks and wearing the same clothes for a couple months type of deal, who you'd often see off on the behind the bus stop talking to himself. That was me. For about two and a half, three years, I was that hardcore of being out on the street. Ted, what kind of drugs were you using? It started off with cocaine. Eventually, it went to whatever you have. In the end there, it was the bath salts. And the bath salts were just readily available everywhere. Is that right? I mean, $10 for a little vial of it, and that usually would get me through the day. When I was using the bath salts, I wasn't hungry, and I wasn't cold, or I wasn't hot. Wow. Being on the street, I was bearable, you know, and, and as long as I was uh, maintaining a high, I could go the whole entire weekend and not really think about food or think about anything that I needed to think about. And uh, that's kind of how I existed for a long period of time. The thing was, when I was out in the street, I never thought that I was homeless, and I never thought I had a problem. I was in complete denial. Despite the fact that I was living behind dumpsters and eating out of those dumpsters, I was 100% convinced to myself that I wasn't homeless. Wow. I was in charge, and I was in control. Ted uh, Gutierrez is joining us. Uh, used to be homeless. Uh, he's joining us on KTAR. Um, the homeless problem in Maricopa County is up 35%. Ted, did you did you use any of the, uh, the homeless shelters, or did you just sleep on the street? <clears throat> I just slipped off the street. What happened with me is I met a guy who is actually a very close friend to me and my family now. He's actually my sponsor. And uh, he's like, you know what? We're going to go a different path. And he actually took me to a halfway house. And the halfway house uh, required me to go to meetings. 
I started going to AA meetings. And uh, it was funny because the first two months of going to AA meetings, I was convinced that I was not one of them. Wow. And I would look around the room like, man, you guys are all crazy. And then one day, uh, somebody got up and he said something that was really profound. It just rung a bell with me. And he stood up and he said, you know, there's two things I know today. There is a God and it's not me. And uh, I kind of realized that at that moment in time, I needed something else in my life because I was trying to control everything. Yeah. And that's when I figured I needed to give it up. Ted uh, Gutierrez is joining us. Uh, used to be homeless. The homeless problem in Maricopa County is up 35%. Where were you homeless, 2008 or so? Yes. Hey, Ted, somebody told me you listened to me on the radio. Why are you listening to me yeah. on the radio if you're homeless? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, one of the things that uh, is very prominent within the homeless community is that, you know, uh, a lot of people look at the homeless as non-people, and you see right through them. You don't even acknowledge their existence, and that was one of the things that was happening to me. And that's actually what started to scare the crap out of me, honestly, is that uh, uh, I could have disappeared at any given time, and nobody would have known. My connection to humanity was starting to deteriorate quickly. And uh, I had a little transition radio, the one that you had to dial the stations in, right? Yeah. And I heard someone talk about, and it was you, talk about uh, the Fortress of Solitude. That was me. And I'm a, yep. I was a huge <laughs> Superman fan. When I was single, I called my house the Fortress of Solitude. So yep. that was my kind of thing. <laughs> Keep going with your story. So, yeah, so I sort of listened to you when you're, you were talking about the Fortress of Solitude, but then I quickly found out you weren't really talking about Superman, but <laughs> still it intrigued me, and I started listening to you. And the funny thing was is that I started arguing with you, <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm a long-time listener, obviously. I constantly listen to you guys' show. <laughs> And the reason why I do that is because it just it, it, I'm able to actually have some kind of argument with you guys, and it kept me like engaged. Wow! And that's exactly what you showed. It kept me engaged. Nobody was going to listen to what I had to say, but you kept me engaged to what was going on in the real world. And so, for for a moment, for a couple hours a day. You actually kept me in touch with what the real world was. And uh, about 2, 3 o'clock, and I'd get on a bus, and I would actually ride the bus out to Sun Lakes. And who was my mother-in-law now, uh, she back then my girlfriend, uh, uh, she never really turned her back on me. And I can go to her, and she can give me a hot meal, and I can get a shower. But then I had to leave because she didn't want the drugs in her house. Right. And so I would actually ride a bus and walk for five miles just for a meal. And uh, so during that period of time, I'm walking through fields and I'm listening to you or I'm on the bus stop and waiting. And I would actually have this outward conversation with you or this argument with you. And I'm sure people thought that I was just talking to somebody who wasn't there. That may be happening now today. You know, you walk drive by the corner and somebody's having a conversation with somebody who isn't there. They may be listening to the radio Maybe and arguing with host. Yeah, because people <laughs> people like to listen and then they like to argue with us in their car. I think that's pretty <laughs> profound that most people we see talking to themselves on the street are arguing with Gatos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ted Gutierrez used to be homeless. Here's the good thing. You're off the street. You're good. Yep. You're feeling good. I am. Why do you think homelessness is up? 
I actually work for a company that allows me to advocate for the homeless as well. And we provide health care for people, all people. Good for you. And one of them is actually making sure that the homeless get the health care that they deserve as well. One of the things that is an issue is we got to really talk about the trauma and, and the mental health of these people. Right. Nine and a half years that I've been off the street recently that I started to address that by actually seeing the therapist and talking about the trauma that I've experienced from it. So we can actually take a person who's dealing with whatever they're dealing with on the street and put them in a house, but are we still dealing with what put them onto the street first? Right, right. And that's actually where a lot of the issues are coming into play. There's a ton of resources out there and, and uh, you know, people are starting to get coordinated and people are actually trying to put things together and their cities are actually trying to have real conversations about what, what, what can we do to address the homeless issue. And the real the real thing is it has to take community to fix it. Let go of what you really thought mental health was because mental health is health. And people really need to talk about that with our neighbors who are housed and unhoused. Well, I think one of the good things is chatting with you, you being homeless, you coming on the air, you talking about how it was for you and and what people can do to go and get help. And uh, you're helping get the word out there. Ted Gutierrez, he was uh, formerly homeless. He is back on his feet. He's uh, helping the homeless now. And I'm glad I was kind of there with you. I mean, on a few days here and there, maybe on the bus or as you were walking to keep you company. It's actually been a long, a long time coming that I always wanted to reach out to tell you that you were there with me through it all. I really do appreciate that. I don't even know what to say, Barry. What am I supposed to say? I don't really. I don't. I actually don't. I don't know. He, it's a, it's impressive, Gatos. Well, it's, you're helping people. It's a nice compliment. It is. I, I appreciate that. Hey, Ted. Glad, glad to hear you're doing well. Yeah, we're. Glad. I appreciate that. Thank you. All right, Ted. Be well. We'll talk to you down the road. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Very interesting. And I really don't know what to say. It's a, it's one of those things you got to, if you, you know, if you're on the air like Chad and I or you, and you got to remember there are a lot of different people who are listening. And, yep. um, you know, I always wanted to do an afternoon show. Oh, this was what I always wanted to do an afternoon radio show. Let's get to the news. Let's give you a smile on, on the way home. And if we can, you know, give you a laugh, it's probably, you, you know, at the end of the day, it's probably a pretty good thing. So maybe I gave him a few laughs on a tough day when he's, um, on the street. Yeah. Like the email that he sent us was, I was just blown away by. He's like, I used to listen to you when I was homeless. And I'm like, my gosh. Yeah. Well, he's, amazing. He's, he's got himself cleaned up and off the street. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a great story. It's a big problem we have here. Yeah. We're going to have to start finding some solutions to it because the homeless population is getting uh, much, much bigger. Yeah, well, and it's going to get worse now because rents are up so high. You can't, yep. nobody can afford rent or a house. It's, it's going to get very difficult here. No question about it. All right. Let's get back to... Uh, why I'm Team Will and certainly not Team Chris Rock, that big jerk. Chris Rock. Could, uh, could the LAPD press charges against Will Smith, even if Chris Rock doesn't want to press charges? We'll talk about that, the Gatos and the Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, still to come, uh, let's see. My Will Smith moment. 405. No physicality, though, Barry. I didn't slap the taste out of anybody's mouth. But I think a Will Smith moment is when you saw red. When did you see red? Yeah. Because I think last night he saw uh, uh, red. I think he's got an anger problem, Gatos. I, 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 think he's got, uh, I think he's got a serious psychological issue. Oh, come on. Maybe it was because his wife was cheating on him publicly. Oh. <laughs> that, maybe that could do it. Well, he doesn't seem to care about that, but he does care if you call her bold. Yes. 
Don't compare her to G.I. Jane. Right. Which, by the way, is that even an insult? I mean, G.I. That was a Demi Moore. A Demi Moore played uh, that. You're making fun of a bald lady. Yeah, that's it's, that's it's what he did. Uh, all right, all right, yeah. all right. His wife looks good bald, by the way. Hmm. It's not bad. All right. By the way, this uh, this hour of the program brought to you by Parker and Sons Plumbing and Electrical, the two time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. All right. So uh, everybody's talking about Chris Rock. What happened? The slap. Will Smith. According to multiple LAPD sources, Chris Rock has not come forward to file a police report or press charges against Will Smith and, in fact, has declined to move forward. We're told in this type of case, which would be misdemeanor battery, it would take a victim filing a police report for detectives to move forward with it. And as of now, Chris Rock has not done that, so there is no police investigation. Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. Yeah, he's not coming. Chris Rock doesn't want to... Chris Rock would be such a punk if he came. Yeah, of course. He said, oh, yeah, now I'm going to sue. Listen, I'd lo- I'll would i just put it out there. Either one of those guys want to slap me, I'm all for it because I'm going to hire a lawyer and sue you just because I want money. And I know you guys have it. So, uh, but, you know, he's not going to. Nobody thought that Chris Rock would be, oh, you you slap me in my face. I'm going to sue. No. No, no, no suit or anything like that. But what surprises me is that Will Smith was allowed to stay at the venue. He was allowed to. Stay. He was sitting front row at the thing. They didn't. They didn't kick him out. Uh, That's because he got him the biggest ratings they've ever had. I would have yeah. let him stay there too. Well, Chris Rock once he once he got his composure back did say it's the uh, what did he say it's the greatest night of television in the history of the world or something yeah. like that. If it's, you're the Oscars, don't true. you keep Will Smith in the front row? Of I course, do. I do. Because who's he going to hit next? I think you make it like the uh, the Maury Povich show. You've got uh, you got security <laughs> there in case somebody runs up on stage. They go over and grab him and. Tap Tackle him and drag him off stage. Oh. It could be a whole thing. There's a Springer event, you know. Yeah, though no, th- this was incredible. I mean, you know, I know we're talking about is it okay for a guy to you know defend his wife's honor and that kind of thing. I mean, keep in mind, by the way, it isn't like Chris Rock touched her or put a hand on her or anything. He made a joke. He was a right. comedian at a TV show making a joke about her. Right. Uh, he just embarrassed her in front of millions of people. Uh, all right. Look, I'm not saying that's a fun thing. And, <laughs> and celebrities, look, they make millions and millions and millions of dollars. They live a very difficult life because may, pe- people make fun of them on occasion. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Becky Lynn. <laughs> let, me, let me get Becky Lynn in here. Let yes. me ask you a question. You went on the air, right? We're yeah. on the air, right? You yeah. went on the air. Becky Lynn goes bald. Okay? Because... Jada Pinkett Smith has something that made her lose all her hair. Becky Lynn, if you were to lose all your hair and Barry were to make fun of it uh, on the air, that would hurt you. That would never happen, Becky Lynn. He's I know it nice. wouldn't. I know it. But wouldn't yeah, that it would hurt you. It would, but but you know. And that's what happened yesterday. It did. You're right. And she and she, but she's she's a beautiful woman. I don't care what she i've seen her with her hair wrapped up because it started falling out and she chose to just shave all of it off yeah which is probably a tough thing for anyone it is course, but the course. thing is she looks smashing yeah. i mean she she's but gorgeous she's beautiful. she's beautiful there's not many people that can do that i that can wear you know but i'm, man, that's I'm a just t- i know i know but i'm situation. just saying she did not look bad you lost your hair i would look hideous no you'd look you, great no i would not i can absolutely guarantee you i would not i'm, I'm too, guaranteeing you look fine mm-mm. i have no eyelashes and my <laughs> eyebrows are too pale. i know somebody I, would, I know somebody in the lash industry i gotta take care of you You'd be fine <laughs> so you know i i might i yeah. might i might take offense so, but i know barry wouldn't do that because no, for you, one thing he's not in the position to do it you're sitting there talking about Things uh, on the right. radio. We're co-workers. But my point is this. He's not a comic. That if he were to point that out, if it happened to you, and it would be something that would be very sensitive to you, you would be 
absolutely either furious or you'd be hurt. And that's what Will Smith I w- saw. I would be both. In his wife. Yeah. I also he, wouldn't sit in the front row he, at a comedy club either. Uh, <laughs> let's check go. the Gato Speak You poll question of the day. Oh. It's brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Check it out at KTAR.com. So Will Smith slapped the taste out of Chris Rock's mouth. Uh, is that the phrase "slap the taste out of your mouth"? That's the one I use. Yeah, no, I I've, got another I've, I've one. I've noted that. I, I can give you a secondary. You ready? I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll give you another one. Will Smith slapped the yellow off Chris Rock's teeth. You like that better? No, okay. no, no, no. Uh, no. Never mention ch- never mention a color, even when it regards teeth. And it was a, it was a joke <laughs> about Jada uh, Pinkett Smith's uh, uh, bean bowl. So I'm asking everybody, what do you think? A Smith stood up for his wife. Good for her. Uh, good for him. Uh, B Rock made a simple joke. Smith overreacted. And then C, why don't they have instant replay at the Oscars? <laughs> the findings because we are, have Twitter. The findings are telling, Gatos. Rock made a simple joke, and Smith overreacted. 59% yep. of you think S- that way. Two, two to one against, uh, against hey, your people position. People have been wrong before. The two to one with me. <laughs> two to All one right. with me, Gatos. Coming up at four, my <laughs> Will Smith moment. But it had nothing to do, there was no physicality. All when right. I saw what Will Smith did... Yes, I know he slapped him. But when I saw what Will Smith did, I think he saw red. I'm going to talk about something that happened to me where I saw red. I didn't hit anybody. Okay. But that's but to see the difference? That's okay. It's all right to no, get angry. It wasn't it's okay. not okay to hit somebody. No, it wasn't okay. That's why we're going to talk about oh, it. Oh, my. All, all right. right. Uh, coming up next, Russia. Coming up. Has changed. Oh, don't you start. <laughs> Russia has changed their tactics in Ukraine. Is it possible for peace? Next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. It's Becky Lynn said it's getting nasty out there. Yeah. Barry's in for Chad, so I'm looking... Storming. Yeah, we got the the wind going and we got some rain. Of course, I got my car washed on Saturday. That was stupid. Oh, this is your fault. I got to tell you, how stupid do you have to be to get your car washed uh, and then it rains two days later? Everybody has an app. Everybody has a phone. All I had to do was check it. Yeah, All I had to do was know. look at it. Hey, yeah, you get a wash again. What's nah, the big deal? Nah, it's stupid. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm stupid. That's a stupid move. It's not like you're climbing the the uh, the going hiking with pink <laughs> shoes on. You're okay. all right. You're all not right. that stupid. Okay. You're all right. All right. Uh, let's see. We're going to talk about uh, Will Smith and uh, oh. Chris Rock at 405. I think Will Smith saw red. I'm going to talk about my Will Smith moment. At 4.05. No physicality, though. I want to make sure I'm clear on that, and you'll know why in a se- in about half an hour. Uh, but uh, I did see red. I'm going to talk about I, Listen, I know Will Smith should have slapped the taste out of his mouth. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you know, I'd like You're to wrong, see, but go I'd ahead. Li- I'd like to see Putin get the, the, get the yes. uh, taste slapped out of let's, his mouth. I'd like to more. see. I, I'm so angry today. I'd like to see somebody whack Vladimir Putin. Is that wrong to say? Becky Lynn, is that wrong? I could say that on the radio. He's he just a, did. He's so a terrorist murderer. I mean, that's okay. It's like, hey, it's I'd love to see bin Laden have a uh, you know a really awful death. I mean, that's okay to say yeah, stuff that's like that. That's all right to say. Okay, okay. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be great when they get together for the peace talks if Zelensky just smacks Putin? And love it. Does a, does love it. Will, goes full Will Smith on him? <laughs> that's right. Bam. Uh, but I do a closed fist. Closed fist? Yeah, on and I put Putin. poison all over my hand. Well, I oh, yeah, be wow. sure you don't miss, okay? Did you, did you yeah. see Seriously. The, did you see the poison thing? So uh, the, one of the Russian oligarchs who owns one of the big soccer teams in, in uh, Great Britain, in the in the real the Premier League, the whole thing, mm-hmm. he's been trying to work with some of the Ukrainians to do a peace thing. He's representing Russia. And they had a meeting recently, and, and all everybody at that meeting was poisoned. 
and they all have the same symptoms, and they all like, and it's I mean, they're they're going to poison them. They're going to live. They're not saying it's Putin, but they're saying well, of it's course some, it was. Some, yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. That just happened. It just happened just well, let's, recently. Let's talk about Russia and Ukraine for a second all because right. it's really interesting. Russia's losing this war. Yeah, they've already lost it at home. Uh, they've lost everything. There's no McDonald's. There's no Starbucks. There's no nothing. Uh, there the the uh, what is it? The ruble. That's not worth anything. Yeah. The stock market, it, it opened for like five seconds the other day. Yeah. Just think, the Russian people who put in all their money in like a 401k, that's all gone. Everything they worked, it's gone. So the Russian people are looking at Putin like, you've just crushed this country, and you had this 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 military that you thought was, was so, so dangerous. Yeah. They're getting their butts whipped by the Ukrainians. The Russians are changing their goal. What is that? Well, yeah, so Russia had come in, and obviously the goal was to take over the whole country. They were going to go into Kiev, which is the capital. They were going to kind of take out the government, take out uh, Zelensky, put in a puppet leader. In like a week, and, and they, they thought right, they'd do that, it. They thought it'd be fast. That's obviously not happening. So they're now announcing that they're moving troops away from other parts of the country to the eastern part of Ukraine. They're surrendering? They're, well, no, but they're, their focus now is that they're saying, we never wanted the whole country. We just wanted this eastern oh, portion. Yeah, right. And they're focusing on that. And the eastern portion is has separates close to Russia. It has separatists already there that were pro-Russian separatists. Not everybody by any means, uh, but frankly, that may be something kind of like Crimea. It may be something where, for peace, Ukraine will say, "All right, you know, if you want to, if we want to put this up to a vote, if you want the people in that area to vote to say we want to rejoin Russia, and they'll do it. Maybe they'll actually do that. There's not going to be a vote. Well, that's what Zelensky's calling well, for. Well, like, a vote, but like right. if they, if if Zelensky was going to say, you know what, I'll give you this portion. All right, what are the pros? Well, hopefully the war would stop. You can never really tell. Yeah. People would stop dying, you would hope. Um, there would be some sort of an agreement. Yeah. And but- basically what you're saying is, okay, we hung in, we were tough, uh, they can't take over the entire country, but if we give them this small portion... You know, maybe we can, I don't know, it sounds stupid in my mind, maybe we can live in peace. I just don't think that's yeah, the case. It's it, well, and Not that, with Vladimir Putin. And, and that's the question. And Zelensky's also saying he can put up to a vote if people want to give up the right to potentially join NATO or to ask to join NATO. There's there's a whole bunch of things here. But it's more complicated than that, Gatos, because you right. also have to look at where are the nuclear power plants? Where's oil? Where's, you know, there's things that are in parts that are part of Ukraine right now that maybe they wouldn't be under this, where, where they draw these lines. Um, but, you know, you're right, Ukraine is is not losing this war, but the destruction that's being done there is, I mean, you've seen it, it's an, it's unbelievable. Nothing so, is standing. So they're not losing, but really, what have they lost? I mean, it, they've lost everything. It'd be right. like saying, we're still here defending Phoenix, but every building is gone, your home is gone, where you go to work is gone, it's all over. There's nothing there. Yeah, and people have left. Yeah, it's, it's really, really dangerous. And the longer it goes on, mm-hmm. you, you, the Russian military is not what we thought it was, but they have an incredible capacity of bombs and missiles and other things to do in great damage. I also think if you're Zelensky, you're like... Maybe we maybe we shouldn't give them any part of our yeah. country. Maybe we should just keep fighting and let them leave on their own. Well, and that, and that's the thing. I mean, if this keeps going, I mean, I think Ukraine will keep fighting. And, and to, to take over a city, I mean, think about this. You have to fight all the people, all the military that's in there, the other people who are helping. And then you have to have troops there to, to remain and keep that power in place. That's the toughest why, part. Why you go to other parts. And Russians are losing. I saw one report. They've lost 40,000, 45,000 troops. Whether that's not, I don't know if it's 15,000 or that number, but they've lost a lot of troops. A lot of troops don't don't care. They don't want to do this. It's it's getting very difficult. Peace talks tomorrow in Turkey between Ukraine and uh, and Russia. Hopefully something comes of it. All right, coming up next, is it time to take the masks off at the airport? Oh, Has the day finally arrived? We'll talk about it on the Gatos and Chat Show. 
Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, uh, Patty uh, Rodolfo from Avondale, she won $100 as part of our 100 Days of Giving. As we say thanks to you for allowing us uh, to be the voice of the Valley for 100 years. Not only did she win $100, but we're also sending $100 to New Life, which was the charity of her choice. For your chance to win $100 for you and $100 for your charity, just text 100 to 411923. That's 100 to 411923. All right, coming up, 405. I want to be a vessel for love. And that's why I slapped Chris Rock right in the mouth. <laughs> Why do you come out and say that after you slap a guy's taste right out of his... It was... It was. We're going to talk 405, Chris Rock, and uh, Will Smith. I'm going to tell you my Will Smith moment. My Will Smith moment. We when I saw red, red. Right. I saw it because that's what happened with Will last night. All right. Hey, is it time to take the masks off at the airport? Oh, yeah. All right. So when are we really going to have an honest conversation about this? I'll just tell you from me. Okay. Uh, I'm not wearing my mask to church anymore. Oh. I'm not wearing it to and I haven't uh, to Walgreens or what have right. you. Uh, I went to a concert a couple weeks ago. Didn't wear a mask. Um, most of us haven't worn a mask in a few months. So after Omicron just blew through us, I mean, it wrecked people. Some got really sick, some not so much. Yep. But everybody got that that vaccine from nature, if you will. Uh, I, I, isn't it time to not wear a mask on a plane? Because I don't really need to. Yeah, I think we're getting there. The the they they extended the the mask thing was set to expire mid March. Uh, subject to review they reviewed it extended it to mid-april i think it's april 18th uh but gatos i think it was last week about 10 of the major airline ceos wrote a letter to, to the president and said hey it's about time we we let we let go of this no more uh, masks in the airports no more masks on planes right uh, let's stop requiring people to get tested before they fly into the country uh it's a different time we're you not know, we don't need to be ruled is, by though. this now you know what the problem is what's that i think biden wants to do it he's just worried what if, what if i have to put him back on well, and that that may happen. I mean, you never know with COVID. I no, mean, you maybe, don't know. Yeah, but no, but you can't keep them on because that may happen. You have to get back back to, back to where we were. But again, as you just said, it. I flew. Uh, I guess it was a few weeks ago. Okay. I flew back to Florida for a wedding, and I got to tell you, after not wearing a mask for a little bit, it was odd to go to the airport, put that mask on, sit on the plane the whole time with the mask on. It's a weird deal, and they're not enforcing it that much. I just I just was texting with someone who's flying like right now, and they said at the airport. It's kind of hit or miss whether people are even wearing it. Nobody's saying anything. On the planes, they're still enforcing it because that's the rule. They have to do it. It's the law. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I, what you're seeing in this letter from the uh, – this is where things are changing. Southwest Airlines in December, the CEO of Southwest, testified to Congress, I think we can get away from the – start moving away from the mass. The other airline CEOs said not yet. Now they're all almost uniformly saying – Let's get rid of the mask. And here's the big one, uh, the flight attendant union. And they're the ones that were really worried about their their people's health and all that. The flight attendant union, uh, they came out and wrote a letter to Biden urging them to drop the federal mask mandate on public transportation. You know how hard it's been for flight attendants? It's been tough. Very we've, tough. we've put flight attendants on this show and talked to them. It's awful. Yeah. The things that they have to deal with. Um, and, you know, hey, I need you to put it above your nose. Yeah. I need, especially at the beginning. Especially at the beginning. The only way you could really... You know, keep everyone safe is if we all wore a mask. Yeah. Not everybody wanted to do that. Um, but now it's, you know, and you mentioned you, you went to Florida, you had to put a mask on. When you, 
Uh, we went to dinner two weeks ago. Um, we went to like a steakhouse that was at a casino. Some casinos have gone away from the mask. This one didn't. Wow. So I didn't bring one. Yeah. And you, you walk there and it says what it says. And you walk in and everybody really is kind of in a mask. So, you know, did I want to wear one? No. Yeah. I had no interest in it. But, I'm, you know, if it's their rule, I'm just going to do it. But it did feel weird. I'm like, I haven't had this on my face in a long time. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I'm too pretty to be in a mask. It's true. You're I mean, gorgeous. I'm just saying. You're gorgeous. Nobody slapped the pretty off your face, that's for sure. Well, it's you a, know uh, what? Shut up, you guys over there. <laughs> Looking at Pablo and the wise man. You guys are laughing in there. Look at this mug. This I think is it's a beautiful face. I think it's going to be over, though, Gatos. Mid-April, <laughs> April 18th, I think we're done with masks on planes. That's, Good. Where, that's where I think we're heading. Good. All right. Are you on Team Will? Or are you on Team Chris? The Rock. Also. You think my, Will Smith would have smacked him if it was The Rock and not Chris Rock? Oh, no. No. My no. Uh, Will Smith moment. Except for the physicality part. <laughs> I didn't slap anybody. That's coming up next.